Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And I'm at the, uh, the 33rd team, which I, I do like the site. Yeah, it's good. They get they get good content. It, it, they update it pretty regularly um, with new stuff from different people in the business, players, ex-GMs, like coaches, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So there is value to it. It is. One thing I didn't see a lot of value with, was a piece that they put out on the Hall of Fame. Uh, and it was titled Players. Well, uh, which current players are already Hall of Fame bound? Yeah, which current players are already Hall of Famers and which ones um, are then close or need, you know, have to do a little bit more work here? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that's, I guess that's what, the way they, it's, it's, it was guarantees. Um, maybes and then, you know, still, uh, which you get the idea. Yeah. Their word was lock. Like if this Locks. guy doesn't play yeah. another snap or never steps on field again, Andrew Luck retirement out of the blue, they're in now, no matter what is the top category. And it was, they used some, some different guys, uh, to, uh, they, they comment, have comments here from current Hall of Fame voters. Vic Carucci, who's a friend of mine, mm-hmm. Paul Domowicz, uh, yeah, Clark Judge, and Barry, Barry Wilner. I know Clark and Barry a little bit. I don't know Paul. They're um, all voters. Right? But they are all voters. So, they're, I, so I don't know if they use these guys to suggest the players that sh- should be talked about here or if they just asked for the comments, gave them a list of players and asked for their comments. Because it's That's a little right. un, it's a little uncertain. Because this isn't written by Dale Lawley, Matt Williamson. It's written by the thirty third team. Right. I don't even know who wrote it. Stuff or what? So they're locks, and I can't disagree with you know much with, on the lock list here. Aaron Donald, Julio Jones, Travis Kelsey. Again, these are guys who are still playing, even yeah. though Julio Jones is unsigned right now. He hasn't retired. Uh, Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, might still be just a little bit early for that. Like, if he retired tomorrow, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. See, I think he is, but if I'm going to call him a lock, no-brainer, you know, they end that sentence, they end the write-up on Mahomes, no discussion needed. There's a discussion. Right. It, five years. It's the it, best five years I've ever seen. He, he would get my vote, but there's a discussion. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, Zach Martin, guards are tough. Mm-hmm. Von Miller, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Tucker, Bobby Wagner, guy, yeah, right. Trent Williams. Those are the guys. I have no problem with anyone on that list. I think all of those guys – well, let's put it this way. I think all those guys will end up in the Hall of Fame. Eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not – I think they'll all be Hall of Famers, yes. Yeah. The next part of the list is likely Hall of Famers. On that list, yeah, Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, Lane Johnson, Cam Jordan, 
Jason Kelsey, Quentin Nelson, Jason Peters, who's unsigned right now, and Russell Wilson. Yeah. Do you want to have a sidebar conversation? Let's do I it. I know you've sat on the Hall of Fame committee. Yeah. Let's talk about Derrick Henry. Okay. So I want to throw this out there. So he came in the league in 2016. And I would say since he entered the league, 2016 to present, he's had the best case of any running back in that stretch to be a Hall of Famer. You know, that he's been, he looks the Hall of Fame part. He's the focus of the offense. He has a lot of rushing yards per year. He's led the league in rushing two years in a row. It, it, right now, to me, he's kind of the Terrell Davis argument. Right. So... Because the first further, two the first two years weren't great. They weren't great. He was a part-time so player. Step further, I, I think he's the best runner since Adrian Peterson, give or take. And that holds a ton of weight, and he's awful to play against. Now, on the all-time rushing list, Adrian Peterson is fifth all-time. Number five. Derrick Henry is the active current rushing leader, but he's 42nd all-time. <laughs> Right, <laughs> he's behind McGahee, Terry Allen, Amon Green. Now, I heard this conversation on a different podcast, and somebody asked them, "Will there ever be another Hall of Fame running back?" And that sounds crazy. Of course, there will. What are you talking about? Well, if Henry has two more awesome years, he still is going to be like thirtieth all time rushing. Like, yeah, if he no adds, one, a, yeah. he gets fifteen hundred yards in each of the next two seasons. That only yeah. puts that you know that puts him in you know Jamal Lewis range. Nobody's talking about Jamal Lewis as a, a Ricky work Waters done. or work done. Yeah, and, and my point is, guys just aren't going to play this position as long as they used to. You know, like twelve hundred yards is almost unattainable now for a running back. Right now, if I had, if you, had, if, if, if somebody said, "Who's the best running back in Tennessee Titans history?" I'm still saying Eddie George. I think it's a coin flip. I mean, it's. T- I mean, Eddie George was good. Eddie he George. Was fin- I thought Eddie George and Jerome were like as good as each other. You know, he finished. He's he's twenty eighth all time on the on the all time list. He has ten thousand four hundred and forty one yeah. rushing yards. Great. Derrick Henry is still two thousand yards behind him. Mm-hmm. It might not get there. It might not get there. Oh, by the way, Eddie George played from nineteen ninety six to two thousand four. So he played nine seasons. Mm-hmm. Henry's already at, at seven. See, I, my, my argument's more for Henry than against him. I'm just I saying it's not it's not, it's not a slam dunk. No, far from it. Because his lifetime numbers stink compared to Hall of Famers. Fred Taylor can't get a sniff of the of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's 17th on the all-time rushing list with eleven thousand six hundred and ninety-five yards. And oh, by the way, was also pretty good catching the football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he played today, he'd have 20 more catches a year than he did, and he was already a really good receiver. And Henry isn't, by the way, of course. Yeah. I mean, people are going to – the Frank Gore argument is going to come up here in a few years. Right. Because he's he third on the all-time rushing list. Mm-hmm. With 16,000 yards. But, I, I mean, people argued that Bettis was just a guy who accumulated because he hung around so long. Gore's the Talk about a guy who hung around a long time. Frank Gore. I would much rather play against Frank Gore than Derrick Henry. Without a doubt. No question. Without so, a doubt. 
kind of my point though. And anytime you talk all time greats or Hall of Famers, I think you have to compare apples to apples, running backs of your era versus running backs of your ears, quarterbacks, et cetera. So the bar in terms of all, all time numbers for receivers and quarterbacks has to keep going up, 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 up. You know, that it, Bradshaw numbers don't get you in nowadays. You know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's just a different world. But I think the bar for running backs have to come down in turn. No one's going to get to 1,500 yards ever again. Maybe not. I mean, it, it, who knows? Who knows where the game's going to go? We did see an uptick yeah. in running last year. To me, though, Derrick Henry is probably a Hall of Famer based yeah. on what he's done over this stretch of time. Yeah. He rushed for 2,000 yards one year. I mean, that's that alone gets you in that conversation. So we had a similar conversation today on my podcast about this article and just, you know, we went in a different direction. But I threw this out, too. Like, Christian McCaffrey, like, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. But, like, Quentin Nelson's on this list. Christian McCaffrey's first five years have been as good as Quentin Nelson's. Maybe better. Maybe better. So he's came in the league in 2017. And he currently is 168th on the all-time rushing leader list behind Russell Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean. But I think he's building a case. I I think Quentin Nelson is somewhat overrated. Shouldn't be on this list either. Yeah, shouldn't be. He's he's not played long enough to be on this list. Especially for a guard. If Pat Mahomes has played long, long enough to be on this list, Quentin Nelson is not. Minka Fitzpatrick isn't on this list. They played the same about the same amount of years here. Right, 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 right. right. TJ Watt is not on this list. Which we'll is, to, a, is a miss. And we'll get to, we'll get to that in a minute here. Uh but if, if TJ Watt's not on this list, Quentin Nelson should not be on this list. And the fact that Miles Garrett is means Well, much. let's get let's get to that because they have their list of potential Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams. Joel Batonio. No. Fletcher Cox. Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack, Cordero Patterson, Jalen Ramsey, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, and Dominican Sue. Yeah. Not a stealer to be seen anywhere on that list. No Cam Hayward. No TJ Watt. No Patrick Peterson. See, I'm going to be nice and just say they missed Peterson. Because I don't know how you could possibly. How do you include Matt Ryan on there when you don't have Patrick Peterson? Right. I mean, to me, Patrick Peterson is not on the potential Hall of Fame list. He's on the one above it with Lane Johnson and, I mean, the likely Hall of Famers. I'm not going to say he's a lock, but he's got a better chance than Cam Jordan. He's got a better chance than Quentin Nelson. Probably a better chance than Russell Wilson. I mean, like, he's basically in. He's as close to a lock that me not putting him a lock on if, there. So I'm yeah, say, if you if you look at the Hall of Fame monitor that Pro Football Reference does, yeah. Patrick Peterson's at eighty four point eight zero. That is like the the lowest or the highest of any player, any cornerback, who's not in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. only going to add to that this year with what he does. It's the it need to. Right, he'll be at eighty eight or eighty nine by the end of this season. Maybe yeah. higher than that if he gets goes out and you know does some does some good work for the Steelers. Yeah. I'm just being kind and going to say, thirty third team, you get a mulligan. You missed one because well, they missed more than one because Miles Garrett. Conversation, but Peterson's in. 
Miles Garrett right now, yeah, his Hall of Fame monitor is thirty nine point four five. T.J. Watt's Hall of Fame monitor right now is 57.93. They came yeah. in in the same draft. They're, they're the same age. That's not Nick Bosa or somebody that's, you know, a couple of years different or, you know, it's a, that one is apples to apples in terms of. He's 20 points ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. And trust and, me, folks, when I tell you this, that Hall of Fame monitor does get brought up in the meeting. Sure, sure. I and was there. A few between the two of them. <laughs> like, I think Garrett's a tremendous player. And he was more effective last year than Watt was. Fine. He, you know, th- th- this is not the height of a TJ Watt conversation because he had his worst year because of injuries. But the year before, he was the best player on that side of the ball in the entire league. Yeah. Oh, by the way, a former defensive player of the year. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you can't even say, like, I, I, I tweeted that out earlier or late last night, and people were like, yeah, but the Steelers haven't won any playoff games. Neither the Browns. Where did the Browns won? Right, right, right. One. One. What's Joe Batonio won in his career? Joe Batonio's on the list. Yeah. I mean, he has to be five more years of Pro Bowls to be on this list. He's a guard, too. I mean, it's hard to get in as a guard. Jalen Ramsey's Hall of Fame monitor is 52.6. Yeah. Patrick, yeah we talked Patrick. about him on the podcast, too. Like, to me... Ramsey needs to have a Rod Charles Woodson like second half of his career, you know, like go be a great safety. You know, now he's playing a lot of slot. You know, he needs to have a whole second half of his career as good as the first half. But he's only yeah. half time of his career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, the one that did surprise me because I included Indomic and Sue on that. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a strange one. And Dominic and Sue's Hall of Fame rate uh, index rating is 84.58. Now, he's been in the league longer. Yeah, he has. And he started right out of the gate, which Hayward did not. Mm-hmm. But if I look at sacks, which is a big deal, he has 71 and a half career sacks. That's seven fewer than Hayward's had. And Hayward's done that in a lot less, a lot fewer games. Sure. And Sue has become something of a, a mercenary. The last, I mean, the last three to five years, they're not even comparable players. Not even, no. not even remotely close. Sue was on an open eight roster last year. I mean, he's not on the roster right now. He's on a roster right now. And some of that's probably by his choice. But in terms of Hall of Fame careers, Fletcher Cox, Calais Campbell, Cam Jordan's on this list, Cam Hayward. Namakong Sue, I think they're all halls of very good or on your team's ring of honor. And Sue's probably last on that list. You know, like the Saints will probably retire Cam Jordan's number or whatever. But I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think Fletcher Cox is a Hall of Famer. You know, well, here's the thing. So Bryant Young just got in as a defensive tackle. Good point. I didn't think he was either. His Hall of Fame monitor ranking was 64.30. Okay. Which is pretty low, right? Uh, it's not the lowest on there. Joe Klecko got in. His is 46.58. I think that's a mistake. I don't hey, think. Casey Hampton was 47.78. Casey Hampton, by this measurement, had a better career than Joe Klecko. And, oh, by the way, won a couple of Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't have the sacks. But Nobody's pushing Casey, Ham- you know, Casey Hampton to be in the Hall of Fame. I can't believe Klecko's in. That's a mistake. You know, I, I understand he went in, you know, via the veterans and all, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. That's still. Category, but still. 
right now, I mean, if you look at Cam Hayward's, you know, the argument for Cam Hayward, some of the guys he's ahead of here on this list, the Steve McMichaels, the Vince Wilforks, um, Dana Stubblefield, who was, you know, a great player, uh, Trevor Price. I mean, he's 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 had a better career overall than some of those guys. He's closing in on Bryant Young. Mm-hmm. He's closing in on Buck Buchanan. In fact, if he has a good year this year, he probably passes those guys. I think one of the best things he has going for him, too, is he isn't slowing down at all. You know, like I think his last two seasons were his best two seasons. Right. Someday he will slow down, of course. Oh, it's going to happen, yeah. Right. But he's going to keep adding to that sack total. He's a 78 and a half right now as a defensive tackle. Like Sue's doing nothing to help his resume where Hayward is. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he could, you know, he's going to get up into that range where he's in the 80s somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or, or higher. Um, you know, then, you, then you're talking about that. But I, the, some of this stuff, I, I, I don't get it. I just right. don't. I mean, I some mean, of it's like, if you're going to put Miles Garrett on it, Watt needs to be on there. Or leave them both off. Because or leave them both off, right. Not old enough yet. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean. Khalil Mack's not the same as Miles Garrett or TJ Watt. You know, I see that he's on the list. He has a much bigger body of work. Put him on. Maybe he gets in, maybe he doesn't. But put both Watt and Garrett on or neither. Well, right now, Khalil Mack's Hall of Fame monitor is 89.85. Okay. So he's, he deserves to be on that list. He's in that conversation. Yeah, yeah. He's had a he's great a, career. He's ahead of guys who are already in, like Ricky Jackson, Dave Robinson, Chuck Howley, Chris Hamburger, Andre Tippett. Robert Brazil. Yeah. He's but Watt's going to, Watt's going to pass a bunch of those guys this year. Yeah, he is. He is. And he's played it. a lot fewer seasons. He's like six. He's, he's only played six seasons. Yeah. No, uh, you're not, you don't have to convince me. I'm a hundred percent on you with that. Quick question for you. What do you think of like Tyreek Diggs, Devonte Adams? Well, that wide receiver group. I mean, Brutal. you start, you start looking at it. So, <laughs> You want to talk Hall of Fame monitor score? Jerry Rice's yeah. Hall of Fame monitor score is 311.99. Which has to be off the charts. Crazy. The next closest player is Randy Moss at 150.12. Okay. <laughs> he doubles them. <laughs> that is bonkers. It's unbelievable. Um, and Moss is the second best receiver. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know people like, so Heinz Ward's at 74.67. And I don't think Ward ever goes. That's ahead of Fred Blitnikoff. That's ahead of Lynn Swan. That's ahead of Harold Carmichael. That's ahead of mm-hmm. John Stallworth, Bobby Mitchell, Bob Hayes, Tommy McDonald. These guys are all in. Yeah, but they're all but they're all old timers. Yeah, yeah, they're all noticeably older. So right now, Tyreek Hill's at seventy point oh three. Yeah, he's Not behind. Bad. He's behind other guys. He's behind Ward right now. He's behind Rod Smith, Sterling Sharp, Jimmy Smith, yeah. Stanley Morgan. Anquan Bolden, Harold Jackson, Henry Ellert's not in. Del Schofner played back in the fifties and sixties. Uh, Andre Johnson still he's at ninety three point nine one, still not in. Steve Smith at ninety eight point nine one, who's still not in. Steeler fans are gonna, aren't going to want to hear this, but the average Hall of Famer for at wide receiver had a score of one hundred four. Now remember, that's what Jerry Rice is three eleven. He's like Brady or Gretzky. Or, I mean, like, shouldn't be off in the, the charts. Yeah. 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 That's the average Hall of Famer score. Antonio Brown's at 104.48. He's going, by the way. Eventually, yeah. Torrey Holtz at 107. 
Julio Jones at 107, Reggie Wayne at 109, and then you got Larry Fitzgerald at 141.09. Those are the guys above the line who aren't in. Fitzgerald, Wayne, Julio Jones, Torrey Holt, Antonio Brown. That was actually what I was going to ask, is what's Julio versus A.B.? Because to me, they almost had identical careers, just very different human beings. Julio's at 107.77. Antonio Brown's at 104.48. Now, again, Julio played. Very valid to me. Julio played two more years in Brown, too. Yeah. And his latest memories aren't great, you know. Julio's. Yeah. So, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I mean. That that list, I, I get it. This is the time of year for lists. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going to put a list out and you want to be taken seriously, this include awesome. include the guys on there who you know don't yeah. throw just throw names out there. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about Joel Batonio as a potential Hall of Famer. Nobody. I don't know. Yeah, that that one's as egregious as leaving Peterson off because he doesn't even have him in the potential. I mean, I mean, I'll just bite my tongue there that's it's it's too early talk to me in four years of Joel Batonio maybe I mean that's a longevity position too not only that but does anybody really think that he is the number one guard in the league no maybe he's a top five guy for six years in a row tremendous great that's that's very this is this is not a a Alan you know Fanica versus Steve Hutchinson conversation where they're clearly the two best guys and the Nelson one bothers me too, because way, he's way, way too early, and he's coming off a bad year. Coming off a really bad year. If you're going to leave Watt off after his most recent year, you better leave Nelson off. I mean, their their resume cases aren't close. No, I agree. Nelson. Yeah, I agree completely. But um, again, I usually like the work that they do on there. I find it yeah, interesting. They, they have have some good stuff. They have some insight there from from people who I respect. The fact that to me though that they don't have a name on this one is weird. Yeah, yeah, that's a strange one. Side, one more side note for you: I definitely would have Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford on this list. They have to be mentioned. I mean, they have so many passing yards, and Stafford recently won the Super Bowl. They're both misses for me, though. Yeah, I mean, I can I can look at the the quarterback rankings here now, and, and if you look, um, well, they're actually, accumulators and they're yeah. very good players. So Ryan right now has a has a Hall of Fame monitor ranking of 106.05. Ben Roethlisberger is at 100.28. Wow, that doesn't add up. That doesn't add up to me at all. But no, again, four Pro Bowls for Ryan. Uh, he had an MVP, which helps. Okay. I mean, well, Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, Stafford had one tremendous year with the Rams that resulted in a Super Bowl. Ryan had one great year that resulted in a Super Bowl loss and an MVP. And then they had a lot of very, very good years. Yeah. Ben's always had very, very good years and better years than those. I mean, his very, very good years were better than their very, very good years. Yeah. Uh, Again, very, this stuff is all subjective. Sure. Um, I get it. Uh, You know, I, again, I've, I've done the vote and been in that room and it's harder than people think. Yeah. When you start talking about the 15 finalists and you're listening to the, to the presentations on the 15 guys. And again, I had to present, I had to present two guys that year, mm-hmm. Fanica and Palomalu. And you want to give them both their due and you, you, you get 10 minutes to talk about them and you, you, you highlight everything that they did well and all that stuff. And then you have the question and the answer period. 
I can't imagine all 15 of those guys going, yeah, that guy's probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just and the way it goes. And I think the Hall of Fame is a little watered down, too. You know, there's a couple names we mentioned, Klecko. There's some guys in there that have gotten in recently where I'm like, eh, he doesn't blow me away. The Hall of Fame would have could have gone on just fine without that guy being added. Exactly. It's a great, yeah. great way of putting it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I love Hall of Fame conversations, you know. Ryan and Stafford will be interesting long conversations, but I would put Philip Rivers in over those guys. Yeah. Let's take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, of course, you can listen to all of our SNR podcasts on your smart uh, speaker. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio for my heart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. We'll be back with our final segment right after this. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <laughs> 